Welcome to the fourth episode of What Are We? A dating and relationship podcast brought to you by Binge Media. I'm your host, Logan, as always, and today, uh, Lindsay is not here. She, uh, as you know, or may- maybe we don't know what she does, she's a social worker. Um, that's uh, not giving her the justice because she does a lot of hard work for a lot of really uh, ne- people in need. Um, and she came into contact with somebody, I believe, that may or may not have had COVID on Thursday. So she and I thought it was best to not be in person in case she contracts the virus. Um, cause then I don't want to catch it obviously. So, uh, I was going to roll solo dolo today, but I, uh, I thought I'd bring in another guest. Uh, this guest is somebody that you've heard me talk about before. He has been referenced, uh, on this podcast as well as he's been on the binge boys as well before. Um, but before we get into that, be sure to go and subscribe on Apple and Spotify Go ahead and rate and review the show. Let's us know how we're doing. Let us know what we can fix so that we can make it better for you. Um, yeah, make sure you do all that stuff. Follow us on Instagram at What Are We Podcast, uh, and you can follow me Logan Lewis ninety six and Lindsay at Lins in Low Places. Uh, so without further ado, I'll go ahead and intro that guest. You may know him, of course, as Roommate Jordan from my other hit podcast, uh, The Binge Boys. Um, yeah. Hello, Jordan. <laughs> Good to be here. Hell What's yeah. Up, guys? Roommate Jordan, We this is our last weekend in our Rock Ledge apartment. How do you feel? Um, I feel like the times, the times come, it seems like we're getting a lot of signs that point to... Oh my god, yeah. ...to this, uh, affirming our decision to move. So before we get into the dating stuff, let's just tell these quick stories. So a couple months ago, or it feels like a couple months ago, a water pipe outside of our apartment like burst. And now there's this giant like hole in the middle of the street that takes up like four parking spots because they have it roped off and coned off uh, because they did a little bit of construction to fix the water line. But since they haven't paved the road, so now there's just this awkward, like, little construction site. So that was, I think, was the first, like, bad omen of, like, like shit's about to hit the fan. Uh, what, what else have we experienced in the last couple weeks, Jordan? Uh, we have uh, raccoon neighbors that eat all, our, <laughs> eat all of our trash. <laughs> two days in a row, or, yeah, two days in a row or so, uh, two times this weekend, a raccoon has made his way up to our door, no one else's door, and... Uh, dug through our trash can and um, it's getting kind of annoying. It's like we can't even leave our trash outside to be picked up. Yeah, some lady across the street, she had like three trash bags just sitting out in front of her door. They're completely untouched. Oh my God. And then not even to mention our AC going out last week. Oh my God. Yeah, that's the other thing. Our AC went out. We were, <laughs> we both went and stayed at our parents' houses because uh, I got home from work and I'm pretty sure Jordan was like, Take your shirt off, because <laughs> it's about to get really hot. Yeah, it was, it was about 84 degrees in here oh for most of God. Tuesday and Wednesday. So. I can't believe you stayed in here. I mean, I know you were working, but... Yeah, it was pretty bad. I had to put a couple fans in front of my face. But. Yeah, God, I can't imagine. That's horrible. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so we're ready to get out of this apartment. We're about to move to a new one with other with coworker Turner that has been referenced here. He will then be known as 
roommate Turner. <laughs> um, so we're all excited to move, get out of here. He's playing. He's paying ass loads of rent right now, so he's excited to save some money and move in with some some friends. So it'll I think be like college again. I, it will be like college again. I think it'll be a fun time. We're gonna. We have a nicer apartment than we have now. More spacious. Nice pool. I like the nice pool. pool. I was in the pool yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when you guys went in. <laughs> it looked pretty great. Yeah, awesome. So we had Alea on, and Jordan, no offense, is not as a high-profile guest as Alea from The Bachelor. We'll, we'll see after this episode. <laughs> Jordan was not on The Bachelorette, um, although if, if you think he should be, his name is Jordan Burton. Submit him to The Bachelor at ABC. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if all of a sudden you got a call and we're like, yeah, we got a bunch of submissions. And uh, I'd, I'd have to go do it, honestly. You, you Would you do it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd do it even now. I'd, do it. I'd go audition. Yeah, I mean, what's what could it hurt? Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, let's, so let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about dating. We got, this is a dating podcast. We talk about relationships and the naughty things every once in a while and Ooh. just dating in general. You know, you listen. Uh, Jordan, what's your dating life like during quarantine? During quarantine? Um, it's pretty, pretty non-existent. Yeah. Everything's closed. There's nowhere to go, uh, go out to eat. Except for now, Georgia's pretty much opened up, but throughout like most of March and April and May, wasn't really doing a whole lot of dating. Mm-hmm. No. You're a very, you're an interesting dater, I've noticed over yeah. the past couple years that I've known. You, you're very, um, I don't want to say... Picky, but you are picky. You, you, you will. You only like me. I've talked about that. I used to just go on dates with anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just like, which was in, in hindsight stupid because the amount of money I could have saved on going on dates with girls that I genuinely didn't feel anything for is just asinine. Mm-hmm. But you're very selective on who you take out on dates, right? Yeah, and that's kind of just like that's not really like uh, I wouldn't say it's something I intentionally do. It's kind of just like. I kind of like to take people out. I like to go out with people that I vibe with. Mm-hmm. And I kind of you, – I've noticed you might shoot your shot more and that might help you out, like give you, get you more experience and uh, you have all these fun stories you can tell. But um, I don't know. I, I guess I just like to see who I vibe with and then I kind of just go from there. Yeah. I don't blame you. There's – A lot of the girls that I like – that I do uh, meet that I'm interested in, I meet through kind of like mutual friends. Yeah. And then it kind of just goes from there and I'll – just hang out with them gradually more and more and mm-hmm. just kind of just, you know, it's, 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 it's easier to like to meet someone through mutual friends because you already have that connection mm-hmm. and you can like hang out with them in a group setting and it not be awkward to like hang out with them one-on-one first. You can For hang sure, out with yeah. them in a group setting, like go to, go to a brewery a couple weekends in a row and you're just like, okay, maybe I'm comfortable enough with this person to like maybe ask for their number shoot my shot in their DMs or ask for yeah. their Snapchat or something. And that's just, that's just what I've noticed. All the girls I've dated, it's all, they've all just pe- people I've met through through friends hmm. in like think. social settings. So it's, so quarantining, it's kind of hard because I find myself in, in a lot fewer of uh, social situations. Yeah. Like that. So it's harder for me to like, I guess meet new girls or new, meet new people like throughout quarantine when I'm not really like a big user of a, uh, of like social dating apps like Tinder or Bumble or those. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't really have any success through those, so I don't really spend a lot of time on those. So I would say quarantine has been, been might, pretty rough. Jordan's been pretty pretty lonely. I might <laughs> I might start asking every guest we have this question, but let's yeah. let's do um, a popular podcast that me and Jordan and a few of my close circle people 
listen to. It's called Circling Back. I interviewed their business manager, Brett, over on the Binge Boys. But they do a thing called Stan Mute Cancel, <laughs> which is basically like, fuck, Mary kill. Um, but standing, obviously, is like, we stand this, we love this. Muting is almost like, I enjoy it. It's there. I'm indifferent. But it's in the background. And then muting is like, uh, or I'm sorry, and then canceling is like the killing. Like, it could, we could do completely without it. It could go away. No harsh feelings. So I'm going to ask you um, a few stand mute cancels, I think. Right now? I, this, yeah, I just, I just thought of these like on the dot. Okay. So this is great. Cool. So let's stand mute cancel Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. <laughs> I'm definitely canceling Bumble because Bumble's <laughs> just the worst. <laughs> I, think, I think there's only one correct answer to this question. Bumble, Bumble's the absolute worst for the simple fact that girls don't ever really message you. Which defeats the purpose of Bumble being a thing yeah. at all. Which is, like, you know, the, the point of the app is girls message first, but then, like, half the time you mess, you match with these girls, and, like, with, with me at least, I mean, I'm sure you're the same, like, we'll match with some pretty cute girls, and it's like, oh my god, like, sweet. Here, yeah, here we go, let's do it. Here we go, it. let's and do then, it. And they just expire, you never get yeah, the message. and you never, get, you the never get the, and you never get the message, you're like, damn, it's, it's really sad, it's almost like they, they were just, like, swiping right, and when they, like... Or you're like, most girls are like, sorry, I never checked this. And it's like, yep. you're, on a da- you're on a dating app where the match expires within 24 hours. You should start checking it. And that, that's another reason why I don't, I don't really do dating apps. I feel like a lot of people use them just for affirmation of like, mm. like their insecurities. And they think it makes them like, I'm not saying this is all people. Like some people are definitely looking for relationships. But some people definitely use it just for, to like reaffirm like, oh, like I'm cute or like I I've never thought of it like to, that. I can get a lot of people's attention. I know a lot of girls. I'm, I haven't ever tried this because I just never – I just never did. But a lot of yeah. girls you see, you, they put like their Venmos in their, in their bios and stuff. And you know guys are sending them money. I mean I yeah, won't lie. It's all, it's all about the feet pics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, hey, if I can make money selling my feet, uh, shout to our ice maker – <laughs> uh, if I could make money selling feet pics or something, I'd do it. I mean, but no one wants to see my weird ass looking feet. <laughs> All right. I guess, um, so that's, I canceled Bumble. Yeah. So, uh, I stay in Hinge. Yeah. I think Hinge is the best one out mm-hmm. of all of them. I feel like it's a lot easier to communicate with girls that, uh, communicate with girls that you're interested in instead of like having to wait for them to match with you. You can just go ahead and send them a message, mm-hmm. comment on something, one of their interests and kind of spark a conversation just from that i think we've um yeah i think that's the right answer i think muting tinder tinder was the og everything else came after it so you got to respect it and Mm -hmm. i've had luck on tinder i dated uh, my first girlfriend um eva shouts to you you're not you're not listening to this maybe you are i don't know um uh, we met on tinder uh back in high school um i forget how i met oh no i didn't meet her on a dating app i met her on at a party but that's another story there's, I think there's going to be an episode where me and Lindsay get into all of our exes. That's at least something I want to do. I don't know how she feels about it. Uh, she'll text me as soon as she hears this. Text me, Lindsay, right now. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've had luck with Tinder, but not – there was only one girl that I met on Bumble that ever, like, actually I could have had a chance. Do you remember Morgan? She was Morgan. a girl that I saw very briefly. I think it was when you were still at UGA for college. She may not have met her. Yeah. But I had, like – I bl- completely blew it. Like I, she, she was a girl that really wanted to date me, and I was like still in my like fuckboy stage. It was like I was a junior in college or so, and I just, I just wasn't sure if I wanted a relationship. And she like really wanted one, and Dang she on. decided to move on. And I, I missed out on a total uh, good girl there, but I'm That's sure she, I'm sure she's doing well. The great white buffalo. Yeah, I, I mean, I call him. 
I've had a few encounters. I, I remember I met Cassidy on Tinder. Do you remember Cassidy? The girl I saw, um, the younger girl. She's 18, folks. Let's let's just or no, she was. I think she was 19. But when I was a senior in college, everybody, I dated a girl named Cassidy for like three or four months. Do you remember me I've, snapping I've a, her? I've notoriously bad memory. So oh, I mean, if, if, if I, saw if I picture, showed you a picture, you'd yeah. probably remember. Yeah, um, I met her on Tinder. Um, although she lied on her Tinder, and her age said that she was like 20. And when we met, I was just like, "So what year are you?" Oh, and and she was just like, oh, this is my first semester. And I was like, oh, God. She's one of those girls where it's like, oh, that's tender. I messed up my age. I messed up my age. I just never went in my settings and changed it. probably it. says she's 18 in her bio. Probably. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. to me. Uh, but that's another that's one. But one. either way, we'll, get, we'll go on a daging tan- tangent on another episode. But, um, yeah, I think that that's the right answer. You stand hinge, you mute uh, Tinder, and you're, you're canceling Bumble. I, I would do the yeah. same. I'm canceling Bumble. Also, like, I feel like Tinder, like... Their IT team needs to fix their app because I feel like it doesn't really work that well. <laughs> yeah, it crashes all the time. For, for me, every time I every time I go on it, like I'll swipe like like ten girls or so, and like it'll just crash on me, and then I'm just okay. Why am I even? Yeah, why am I using this app? Yeah. So that's that's a big reason why I mute them. So. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Um, that's funny. That was a good segment. Yeah, it was. Another stand mute cancel for you. We'll do. Well, maybe I already know your answer. Uh, I think I know what you're canceling already. Um, <laughs> Muting girls through mutual friends, meeting girls on dating apps, ooh, and going up to someone at a bar. Oh, no. Or in public. Oh, shit. My cancel is a tie. I guess it kind of depends on my sobriety. <laughs> but if I'm, if I'm sober, uh, I'm probably canceling going up to a random person at a bar. That's just... That's not That's me. not really something I'm going to go do, like, too often. Unless, like, I maybe, like, have, like, already know this person somehow, or I just... And that, I guess I would have to be very infatuated with them to just walk up to the random stranger and talk to them. That, or I'd have to be completely intoxicated. <laughs> there, there's no self-confidence here unless I'm like, you've seen me when I'm drunk. Like, I, I, I immediately lose all, like... I just, I just think worst case scenario, I'm like, damn, she's probably like this weirdo's just coming up and talking to me yep. while, while I'm having a good time with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't like to invite other people's social bubbles like that. But, you know, after a few drinks, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Um, I'll mute, uh, I'll mute... The dating apps? Dating apps, yeah. And then I, I stand meeting people through mutual friends. Because then I can get the digs, like, through the mutual friends, you know? Like, oh, true. Like, how is this person? Like, are they are they a weirdo? Like, yeah, are they a psycho? Are yeah, they... Like, is there res- any red flags? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I, I do like meeting people through mutual friends. It's 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 an easy connection. Um, but I, I went through such a big dating app phase that I think I'm muting... I guess I've just never had a lot of success through there. I guess maybe because I just haven't... Like use it a whole lot, and I just don't know the best pickup lines. I think that might be. I'm not too good at pickup lines. I know, I know you are because because <laughs> I always text you if I ever need a quick pickup line or something. <laughs> yeah, they're they're trash, but usually like girls like something. You you know you obviously can't say something like like uh, they call. I don't know, like you know, just generic shit that girls have definitely heard like 50 yeah. times. I had a pickup line that really really worked for a long time, and it was. Um, I would be like, okay, so if you, uh, it, it's better used at a bar. I used it on a person in public once and it was, and it worked perfectly. Um, and she didn't realize what happened. You go up to her and you say, um, if you found a briefcase on the side of the road and inside that briefcase was the amount of money that matched your phone number, uh, how much money would be in that briefcase? And I go, write it down on this napkin right now. And they go and write it down. And then I literally grabbed the napkin and I was like, huh, that's a lot of money. I'll call you tomorrow. 
And she was like, wait, what? Like, she was in complete shock. Like, she had no idea, like, what what just happened. You just, like, you just completely, like, confused her. You yeah. got over her. I, like, bamboozled her. She had no idea what just happened. No. And I turned it around, and I, like, was like, I'm calling you tomorrow. And she was like, oh, my God, that is so clever. Long story short, called her, didn't answer, blocked me. <laughs> yeah, hashtag blocked. Yeah, hashtag blocked. That's okay. Um, I had a good time doing it, and it kind of raised my self-confidence for, like, a week. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I would copy and paste that notoriously and send it to like a lot of girls and girls would be like oh my god that's so clever oh my god that's funny um but yeah i mean i like to pick up limes but i don't know you can never tell with girls anymore man it's girls are so difficult to i know girls say like men are pigs and shit Mm -hmm. like that but like girls are so hard to read not true girls are girls are pigs too (laughs) we we all have our uh our uh, our guilty pleasure trash yeah we're all we're all we're all pigs. <laughs> we girls. What was your question? I don't know. <laughs> Girl, girls are pigs too. They they um not all girls obviously. What a tangent. Yeah, what a tangent. Girls are pigs. Um, they you know it. I always say now girls take this with a grain of salt that it's easier in the dating world at least to be a girl, but obviously girls have to deal with periods and shit mm-hmm. like that, and they obviously have to give childbirth like. No man could ever probably endure that pain. That's that's horrifying. I know I couldn't. But but girls like you know they have a list of just dudes that they could just call at any point oh, in time yes. that would just come over, and it's just so terrible. That's why we have self esteem issues. Because <laughs> like I could have like showed her a great time on a date and drop her off, and like twenty minutes later she texts like her her hookup guy to come over and just yeah that that's kind of like dating in college. I feel like that was like a lot of like what was happening. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people have – I'm not just girls, but guys, everyone has, like, their roster or whatever in oh, yeah. college. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got a list of people that's just like, <laughs> all right, she's not – she's busy, she's busy, she's busy, let's text her. It's 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 toxic, but that's college. I mean, everyone goes through it. It's a it's a, mm-hmm. it's a fact of it. life. We all went through it. I think that's a less – that's a lot less common now that we're, like, you know, in the adult world. We're above 20, 22, 23 years old, so it's – I feel like you don't see that as, as much. Yeah, I agree. So people nowadays are, or at least our age, are like kind of like in the they're like entering the matureness yeah. of dating. I think pe- more people have like solid attentions. Like, okay, I went through college, I went through my whore or fuckboy stage. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna like try to like date around and and that's what I was doing for a good amount of time. I was just going on first dates. You remember the time there was like a time that I went like on a date almost every other night. Yeah, I was like, dang, that's so much effort. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, what, what's funny though is like I felt like I was putting in no effort just because I would like copy and paste a couple lines and yeah, and and it's not saying like I wasn't genuine with the person when I actually went on the date, but in order to get myself to the date, I w- could have been a little more. It's like covering. It's like copying, pasting a cover letter. Yeah, literally just changing, <laughs> changing the name of the the company you're applying at, and just and just going from there. Yep. Yeah, that's that, that. You're not wrong. Is there like a is there like a strategy you have when it comes to dating? Are you like a first date? We'll go out to like a, a restaurant. Second date, we'll go to like a brewery. Third date, maybe we'll watch a movie. Maybe we'll cook for each other or something. Do you have, like, a strategy to dating? Or is it more of just... When I was, like, younger, when I was, like, in college, I feel like I would always try to... I don't know. I guess I would like always. I would always go with like the movie, like first date kind of thing. Oh, it would yeah. always be my, kind of my go to. Like, like take her to the movie theater. Yeah, like go go to a movie theater. That would always be kind of like my first date thing, and then we would kind of like just hang out a couple times after that. Now, my favorite one is probably going out to like a 
social setting in Atlanta somewhere, getting a drink somewhere, going somewhere that has like a good uh, good atmosphere, like, mm-hmm. like maybe, maybe a rooftop bar that has like a yeah. performer or something, or like going to like a you know like a baseball game or something. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. R.I.P. Sports. Yeah, that's another big thing. <laughs> yeah, no sports. It's hard to t- take girls to the baseball game if. Uh, I know this is probably true in every city, but girls love Braves games here. Yeah, like, they girls do. absolutely a, love Braves. I feel games. like that's an easy first date. I've, oh, yeah. I've gone on a couple first dates, like going to Braves games, and they're always pretty fun. My problem with taking a girl to a sporting event is that I would only want to do that, like if it was like a second or third date, because mm-hmm. like imagine if you went on a first date with a girl to a Braves game and it, mm-hmm. she and she absolutely sucks and you're just like stuck with her for like three oh, yeah. hours. You're that's, right. That's my biggest fear. So I, I guess a. a Dating strategy for a first date is probably going somewhere where you're kind of in a controlled environment where you can mm-hmm. you can kind of feel out how it's going, and then there's also like options to like continue the date if you think it's going well. Yes. So like, if maybe you go, like if going you, to the belt line or something. Yeah. So if you like go to a bar or something, you get a drink, you're kind of feeling it out, you know, and uh, and you think it's going well, and it's like okay, you you want to go get another drink somewhere else? You want to go get some food here? Yeah. Go get ice cream. Oh, something like that. Just kind of giving yourself the option to kind of just keep expanding that that night. Yeah, I I like that too. Do you have any like go to restaurants that's like, if you were to like choose a, I have two date restaurants that I think are are pretty solid for a first date. If you were to guess what mine are, would you, would you know? Um, Mellow Mushroom. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one, one of them. <laughs> What's the other one? You know it. Taco Mac. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Taco Mac and Mellow Mushroom were my favorite go to date, date spots. spots. <laughs> Just because I think pizza is an easy date. Mm-hmm. Um. A date thing, you know, because then it brings up like the pizza discussion of pineapple on pizza. What do you like on your pizza? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then I think like a bar restaurant setting, kind of like a Mazzy's. Like the battery, I feel like is a great dating area. The the battery or like Takamak where there's like sports are on and, Mm -hmm. you know, that that gives somebody that's something to bond with or create discussion. Um, Like uh, what should I call it? The battery, like punch bowl social or something like. Are you ever like a date guy that's like, let's go bowling or let's go play tennis or let's go putt-putt? Are you I've, that kind of guy? I've done bowling a couple times. We went an awkward second or <laughs> double date to a, bowling, double. <laughs> to a bowling alley. <laughs> I remember that. That was fun. That was fun. I feel like I ended up getting really drunk at the bowling alley. I don't know. That was, that was a good one. Don't get drunk on the first date. <laughs> no, that's... that's I, I, Nobody likes that. What's funny is like somebody pointed this out to me a while back that says like... A lot of people want a drink on the first date. Yeah, a couple, like at least like, like two or three. Maybe. Really, yeah. I, I'm usually like a go-to. Like, I'm not going to drink on the first date. Oh, I just like to have like a three met three drinks max, but just like a, a drink or so. Some to loosen you up. up. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I'm usually I can be pretty nervous, like anxious on the first date. So I just mm-hmm. kind of need like a little something to like loosen up. You know. Here's a fun question. I think me and you might differ here. Um, like going back to how I said that. I would just copy and paste a bunch of lines and then try to like go on a date as fast as possible. Are you like, like say like you match with a girl like right now, it's like, it's like 1230 right now or it's about one o'clock. If you match with a girl right now and like your texting is going so well, you're texting all throughout today. Are you trying to take her out on a date as soon as like Tuesday Mm -hmm. or are you like giving it a week to see how you vibe over a week's time and then taking her out? Dang. That's a good question. I think... Does it just depend girl to girl? It really depends on like how it. How I mean, it's it's just kind of just have to feel out the situation. Um, I mean, I've definitely been in situations where I've like kind of 
kicked it off with a girl and we've gone on a date like we've hung out the very next day yeah yeah so like my, my former ex-girlfriend who will not be named we i think we hung out we met at a bar one night like a thursday night or something we hung out like the very next night yeah and it went really well and that's just kind of like how it went and we yeah um so i guess it's kind of both ways it's just really feeling it out um i feel like generally i would give it a couple days though just to keep texting and get to know this person yeah a little bit longer especially if i don't know them Mm -hmm. that's a big thing i'm like pretty hesitant to go on like first dates with people that like i haven't necessarily met in person i guess yeah yeah i'm more i'm more hesitant to do that but if i've already met them in person like seen their face are you are you going to get a drink over like getting coffee like, would you ever be like, let's go to Dunkin' and grab a coffee? <laughs> okay, first of all, I wouldn't. I, Dunkin' is my guilty pleasure, but I would never take a girl on a coffee date there. <laughs> I would take her to, like, you know, like Marietta, like, coffee shop or yeah. somewhere like an, nice, like, like, an in indie, square, yeah. like an indie coffee shop, not like a chain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, you're not going on Starbucks dates. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, I like coffee, so yeah, I would, I would say I, I would do that. I think when I, when I lived in Athens, there was, there was like coffee shops and stuff down, downtown. And that's like another thing I love. I love doing is like kind of going to like those areas where you can just like walk around like little downtown areas, like mm-hmm. like downtown Roswell, downtown Marietta, Woodstock. Those are those are great dating areas because they're just easy to walk around. Oh yeah, there. Lindsay and I, our very very first date back when we tried dating the first time around, we went to trivia in the Marietta Square, and then afterwards just walked around. It's a great. I think Georgia has a lot of really great like outdoor. Like you said, settings, Woodstock, the battery is becoming one that's nice to just walk around in, even like post game or maybe even like a before a baseball game. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's fun to like go and There's just little like bars you can walk, just walk up to and sit outside. It's so mm-hmm. nice. Stuff. Yeah, it's very nice. It's too bad that shit's like hitting the fan with our uh, world right now so that we can't go to Braves game because we'd be, we'd probably have gone to a few games by now. Yeah. Well, we're going to be living, living even closer uh, next week when we move. Yeah. So. Well, right now we live probably like a mile and a half or so away from the battery. And on Tuesday, when we get our new keys, we'll probably be like, like 0.9 miles or something like yeah, less than a mile, like literally down the road. We could probably walk there and be there in 25 minutes, maybe even less. Okay. That's going to be a great, that's going to be a, probably my number one date spot going yeah, forward. I mean, <laughs> Hey, like want, want to come over go to a game? Go to like an, an afternoon game and then come back and watch a movie. Like, yep. I feel like that sounds ideal. Yeah, I'm I'm a big like obviously a movie guy. I think mm-hmm. I although like I don't like necessarily for a first date at least now and back in college I would do it mm-hmm. like go to a movie theater. But I I think some people think along the lines of like if you're in a movie you can't get to know the person per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's always fun going to see a rom-com and like seeing if you have the same like sense of humor as a person. It's an easy way to like, kind of like hang out without like, you know, having like expose yourself too much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it has its pros and cons. Yeah, I think so too. Girls, girls, I don't, I I've learned over the past couple years of like, after being out of college that like girls really just want to see effort. Most girls girls don't give a shit. Yeah, girls just want to have fun. Girls don't really give a shit about, like, what they do or where they go. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, like, want to be, like, entertained for an hour, which is something that I think I've gotten better at. But because mm-hmm. um, in college, I definitely had no, like, confidence to, like, straight up just, like, message a girl and be like, hey, let's go out and get drinks or something. But yeah, now I didn't have the money back then. No, no, I didn't. I did not. 
and, and even now, like when I was going on all those dates, I think my parents or I was telling my cousins or brother or something. And he was just like, dude, do you have money like left over for yourself? Let alone like all these girls you're going out on dates with. I'm like, but half of these dates were just ending after the first one. You know, like mm-hmm. some of these girls I've never even seen since the first date. Dang, um, you must have been really bad, huh? I, I must have sucked. Either that or they sucked. But that's that's true. Girls how do you suck. how do you feel about ghosting? Ghosting. Hmm. Either on your part or on their part. Funny story. I actually ghosted a girl. Like this is a girl that I met on like Hinge though, so it was. I didn't really feel too too guilty. I, like yeah, we literally. I think we had like one night where we were like messaging back and forth like nonstop, and then I don't know. I would like the next day. I just <laughs> I didn't want to talk to her anymore. I yeah. just, I'd met her or anything. It wasn't anything personal. I was just like, I mean, I'm probably not going to make this girl again. And, like, I just didn't reply. And you never met her in person? Yeah, I think – this is pretty bad, but she texted – she reached out to me the next day and was like, hey, I enjoyed talking to you, like, the other day. Like, do you want to see if this maybe can go further? And I just didn't reply. I didn't, Damn. I don't know. I felt like she was – I was just, like – Just not feeling I was kind it. of perplexed. I was like, wow, that was – Really forward. Yeah. I, I think – I probably did her dirty, but I don't know. I just – she lived, I, like, in Dahlonega or something, so I don't, I don't feel too bad about it. But, yeah, no. I agree. I think that there's a certain level but, of ghosting that, like – is okay. I think once you go out with them, yeah. I, I would feel more shitty because they spent their time and effort mm-hmm. to like meet you. And then yeah. I would spend, I mean, I'm not going to see her and pretend like I'm perfect. I've definitely ghosted someone after a date or two dates. Um, but I think once you meet up with someone, it's harder to ghost. Cause like yeah, you said, like sure. if I match with you right now and we text like all weekend and then like next week you like start blowing me up and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to continue this. Like, you're overwhelming me and I'm busy and <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say if, if I've gone on a couple of dates with somebody and I've like, I talked to them more than, you know, for like a, like a couple of days time, then I, I I'm, I'm anti ghosting them. I am, I'm telling them like we're, how we're, how we're doing. I'm telling them like, I, I'm not going to waste their time. Basically. I'm not just going to stop talking to them and leave them hanging. Yeah. Cause I, I've, I've been in that situation and you know, it, it sucks. Yeah, it's not fun. It's, yeah, it, no, nobody likes that uncertainty. Nobody likes you know being left on a on a ledge waiting for someone else to to reach out. Yeah, you know you kind of feel helpless. So I don't I don't like doing that. No, I agree. I've I learned recently last week I learned about a new method which is cloaking. Did you have like you I heard ha- about cloaking? I, feel like I heard this. Somewhere. I think they talked about it on Circling Back, that or have, either that or the mail-in. Can you can you tell me what cloaking is? Cloaking is the act of before ghosting somebody, you go and you block them on every outlet possible, like Facebook. Even if you're not friends with someone on Facebook, cloaking. go and block their Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and then finally ghost them so that they can't look you up anywhere. It's pretty pretty it's, odd. <laughs> sounds, sounds like they just want to they just want to smash and dash. Yeah, sounds like a smash and dash situation. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that people are doing. <laughs> I don't approve. I've of that. Clo- I've cloaked once. That sounds lamer than ghosting. Yeah. Somehow. It sounds like something that someone would do uh, to cover tracks. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have slept with her, or oh my god, she's like my best friend's ex. Like, have I should ever cloak somebody. I've cloaked somebody. I think back in like college, mm-hmm. but that's because she turned out to like be kind of crazy and I, and I can't sit here and bash her. She's not here to defend herself, but like I, I had to block her on everything. Yeah. Um, somebody was telling me the other day, uh, Karen, no, not Karen. Damn it. Last episode I gave, um, let's call her Susie. Let's mm-hmm. call her Susie. I gave Susie, uh, 
I completely just f- forgot where that was going. That's really unfortunate. That sucks, yeah. I That's can't really unfortunate. We can come back to it later. Yeah, we can. Damn. I do that a lot. Talk people, people I, I always preface people on a first day. I'm like, sometimes I go on tangents and I completely forgot what the main point is. And it sucks because then it's just awkward for a few seconds before I start something new. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> are, are, on a date, are you... I'm not. I'm just shooting from the hip now. I didn't even write these questions down. I'm just oh, like yeah. asking shit. Are you <clears throat> the guy that's like, like, how do you start a date? Like, how do I there's a few a methods to it. Like, you can either like start a conversation, or are you just like the so? Uh, what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? Oh, or are I'm, you like tell me about your friends? Tell me about this. Tell oh, me about I'm, that. I'm, I, I don't really like to ask a lot of questions. I don't really like come into like a first date or anything with like a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I kind of like to get that kind of information like via texting. I feel like that's a pretty mm-hmm. that's an easy way to like kind of like break the ice. Yeah, I guess it's just an easy way to get to know somebody, just texting them back and forth. I like to play the 20 questions a game. I feel like that's kind of right. – at yeah. least I did. I haven't done that in a while, but it's just you know a cute way to know somebody. Yeah, I like the 20 questions game too. I also think that it's less awkward when you're just like, no, your turn. Ask me a question like in person. Oh, yeah. It's better over text because yeah. it's just like, all right, I'll start. I'll just rattle off a bunch of questions. Just give me your answer and then your turn. Just- so the original question was was just like – how I act on a first date? Yeah, like how you how you act, I guess. I don't know. Probably probably really nervous. <laughs> Definitely really nervous. That's what, I probably do ask a lot of questions on a first date, but I just try to like talk, you know, as much as possible, kind of vibe, kind of see what what else they like to do, so I can get have get an idea for what we can do next when we hang out. Do you have any absolutely nots? Like first date, she says something to you, and immediately in your head, you're like, absolutely not. Is there um, any deal breakers that you're just like, I can't do this with this person? Maybe like if it, maybe depending on like what kind of like stuff she likes to like watch or like something. I don't know. <laughs> like if she or tells like you kinda... if she tells you that Game of Thrones is the worst show she's ever seen, are you like, mm, I'm questioning this girl's integrity? <laughs> I don't really know that there's a make or break. That's kind of a, that's a tough question. I would I wouldn't not date a girl because she doesn't like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have any kind of deal breakers like that. I, I I used to think I did back in college, but as I again, like as you grow up and mature, you start to see that everybody has their opinion. Everyone grew up different. Everyone has their own beliefs. Yeah. Everybody was raised differently. Um, so you can't really hate someone because of like, like if if like Susie told me a few weeks ago that she's never seen a single Star Wars movie. And like, oof, that I, might be a deal breaker. I, and I told her, I was like, wow, that's really intense. She hasn't seen any Star Wars movies, none of the Transformer movies. She hasn't seen a bunch of like highly regarded like sci-fi yeah, my, my movies. Fr- my my first thing would be to ask that girl, hey, do you want to just sit down and watch all those movies right now? Yeah, well, that'll be our next date. She's like telling me she just, she does not want to. She what? does not want to watch those movies. Okay, that's just that's I think, arrogant. I th- exactly, that's what I said. I'm sitting here watching all these dumb rom coms because she thinks that they're important. Um, but, uh, but she won't sit down and watch a Star Wars movie with me. Dang. We also, a, we also watch Empire Strikes Back. I feel like after that one, she'll, she she'll open up her, yeah, her cause palette. There's, cause there's like love stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, there's a good movie. There's, yeah, there's, there's Star Wars, there's love elements in Star Wars. There's, there's yeah. stuff for everybody. I think when people picture Star Wars, they just think about like aliens and robots and like outer space wars and yeah, it's like space wizards there's just like more to it than that and i know that's like what <laughs> that's what that's what everyone says even with like game of thrones like what, before i started watching the show i was like oh is this a show about dragons and orcs and shit and it's not that at all it's there's there are dragons in the show but they're not a mm-hmm. key focal point at all and it's well i mean maybe later on but 
But, does, does Lindsay like Star Wars? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. I couldn't tell you if she's seen them. However, this is fun. And if you've listened to the past episode or two, maybe you'll know this already. Um, but Lindsay has a huge problem with guys that play video games. Mm. How do you feel about that? That's such I a hot like take. I, I feel like I heard like something about. Th- I haven't listened to the previous episode or two. I, I think she, I heard she went off on a tangent. Though. She went on a tangent about how she let, just hates video games. Like she thinks guys that play video games, she associates it with like being a bum. Really? Yeah. And I was like, the guy you are talking to has either played video games for a significant portion of his life, yeah, or currently plays them now at a moderate rate, which I think we play at a moderate rate. Yeah, I mean... It's not like high school where we were playing till 4 a.m. and then waking yeah. up and doing the same thing again. Like, I'll hop on. I mean, I'll probably play more video games on the weekend, but, like, on a weekday, like, I'm usually working most of the time, and then I'll, like, hop on video games from, like, 9 to, like, 11 before I go to bed. Yeah, like, it's... But, yeah, I mean, video games, it's just kind of like a... It's just a thing to do. I mean, it, everything's in moderation. So, I mean, there, I'm sure there's some video game yeah, people I that mean, play more than others. Yeah, like the people that... I think when people yeah. picture, like, people playing video games, they picture, like, the fat guy in the basement <laughs> with, like, Cheeto fingers. like Yeah, the, the guy on like South Park. Pizza boxes stacked up to the ceiling. Like, yeah. they picture the loser that, like, doesn't have a job. Yeah. Whereas, like, guy, especially guys, I know girls play video games too, but, like, guys, it's, like, it was literally, like, like hanging out with your friends, <laughs> not in person. Yeah. It, it was almost like the, before Zoom, there was video games that we could, we could just, like, hop on, play a couple games of Call of Duty, and it was, like, sometimes, like, mm-hmm. some of my best memories through, like, middle school or high school were just, like, on video games. Like, For sure. Like, and- just... But there, there's nothing more attractive than a girl who like supports your uh, your video game. Yeah, like like urges though. Like I used to like I used to play like Fortnite all the time, and my ex girlfriend would just kind of like hang out with me, and we would just hang out while I'm playing Fortnite and talk, and it was it's fun. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know it, Kaylee. It's, it's kind of sexy when when a girl like likes uh like you playing video games. Yeah, she, she doesn't have to or like. She doesn't hate on it. Yeah, she doesn't have to play them herself or even like them. She just like acknowledges that that's a like hobby of yours. Yeah, and her hobby's cleaning the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, like everybody's got their thing. I know girls have like girls like to get their nails done or get yeah. their hair done. Guys like to play video games. It's, it's a, it's a thing that guys do. Yeah, I, I didn't see myself like still playing video games like as much as I am like to this day. But I mean, then I again, know. we're not, we're also in quarantine too. So like, there's less things to do. And uh, if anything, I think sure, I've yeah. played more video games than I have in the past couple years in the last three months. Yeah, I gotta gotta keep yourself busy somehow. Yeah, so we don't have TV, so I mean, instead of watching TV, we're playing video games a yeah. little bit. So yeah, I mean, video games is a good alternative. Instead of sometimes I feel bad, like you know, like some some Saturdays I'll just like be laying in bed watching TV all day, and that's why I'm glad that you were like, hey, you don't spend any time in our living room. Is there is there a reason that you're always in your room? I'm like, no, that's a good point. So I move my Xbox out to the living room, and I can't like look back. Like it's it's great to being like just. I don't know. Like, are you going to do that at the new place? I don't know because Turner Turner's TV will be out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I don't know. Like He said he's going to hook up his GameCube and, and 360 up to it, which will be awesome to like play in like party scenarios and stuff. Um, I feel like we've talked about so many like video games and like Star Wars and stuff. Like That's okay. This is a dating podcast. Is, it, is this Binge Boys or, or uh, what are we? <laughs> or what are we? <laughs> yeah. I mean – that's that is how it is. Are do you think dating is going to change after like say tomorrow COVID ends and it's just like erased from planet Earth? Does mm-hmm. dating does dating change because of COVID? 
I mean, it, it's just, I guess so, because COVID obviously limits, like, kind of what kind of stuff we can do, like, in our uh, in our social lives or what opportunities there is to do around the city. Like, um, So, yeah, I would say it would change it a lot. Somebody, like, at work the other day shook my hand. Ooh. And I didn't, like, think negative of it, but I almost was just like, oh, my God, it's been, like, three months since I've shook someone's hand. I was like... Uh, well, <laughs> that that well, might not change so quickly. Yeah, I was thinking, like... Do you think it'll change the way like we greet each other? Like will I think we so, yeah. will we hug each other? I think we'll de- greeting people will definitely be, it'll be a little weird for it'll be like a little I don't think people will be doing it immediately like like, like running up and hugging yeah, each other. Yeah. Just seems kind of inappropriate right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, like to do the the namaste like kind of bow thing. Yeah, I, I, doing that. I was actually just going to bring up the fact that a lot of people are pointing to the Japanese and say the Japanese have been doing this for hundreds of years. Yeah, they've been social distancing for a long time. <laughs> yeah, they they've been you know, bowing or just like nodding, you know, like every like stereotypical, like white guy, like passes another white guy or just any guy. And just like, kind of does like the gym face from the office where he's just like, like the nod. And that's me every time I go for a walk around here. Yeah. You pass somebody and you're like, yeah, people try to make eye contact with me. (laughs) You just do like the, the gym face or like if you're wearing like a lot of people that wear hats or just like the, the hat tip or like the thing you did in high school and you saw your friends, you're like, like the, Head raise. My dad makes fun of me to this day for doing the head raise. For doing the head raise? Yeah, one time he saw me doing that to a girl, and he, like, he always, like, brings it up. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you thought you looked so cool. This is, like, when, this is when I was in middle school. That's hilarious. Oh, my God, Mike. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Uh, next time I see him, I'm definitely, like, going to do the head raise. I'll be like, stop, Mike. And he'll be like, did Jordan tell you <laughs> to do that? That's funny. Yeah. Shouts to Mike. Um, love Mike. We love Mike. Uh... You got any other dating things before we maybe read some a dating story or two? Um, no, let's let's read some stories. Let's, let's read some stories. We didn't do it last week. Let's do it this week. Um, I'm going to read a dating story. Oh, that's not the email. I how many? To how see. many do we got? Um, I'm going to read one for sure. This one's long. Um, okay. It is. It's a long boy. So let's uh, buckle in, everybody. We'll we'll break down and uh, discuss if needed. Um, so feel free to interject if you if you hear something that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this was submitted. Uh, the subject line says one to none. And he goes on and saying, so I met this girl from her roommate, a girl I met from Tinder. I'll start from the beginning. This girl from Tinder told me that she just broke up with her boyfriend. She wasn't sure what she was looking for, yada, yada. I got all the signs that she wanted to hook up. This girl was thick. <laughs> <laughs> Like waist down thick. She almost looked photoshopped. She was so thick. At the same time, I was joining the military. Did not know that this guy was now in the military. Shouts to you. Uh, And in the military, there's an initiation type thing where they say, quote, you're not really in the army till you've fucked a fat chick. Jesus. So (laughs) So I was on a mission. We ended up meeting after I sent a few few slick texts. I see this girl, and I'm like, holy fuck, it's real. Come on, man. You're just bashing this girl right now. Holy fuck. So we grab tacos at this taco truck. We make out halfway into the tacos after she said the tacos were really spicy, to which I replied, I wonder what that tastes like, and leaned in to make out. This guy... Was, was he not already eating the tacos and knew what they taste like? Oh, my God. He it sounds like this girl is also just not smart. After, after that, she said she was done eating and was going to save the rest for her roommate. 
weird, in quote, in uh, parentheses. She then invited me back to her place to smoke. So we drive over to her place in our own separate cars. Her place was just off campus. I walk in and there's five white girls, all pretty attractive. Her roommates all sitting around the TV drinking four locos, freshman in college, I assumed. I said hi to them and we go into her room to smoke. She pops on Netflix. We chill and chat on her bed. She starts talking about her past relationships, specifically her ex-boyfriend. Not so funny, but funny to me that her boyfriend hooked up with all of her roommates after they broke up. Wow, this guy slays. <laughs> and I thought, wow, I'm not even dating this girl. What if I did that too? <laughs> she then realized that she had no weed and needed to go pick someone up or some up. So she tells me to stay here and that she'd go get it. Okay. So she leaves and I go into the living room where the party's at and I start charting up her roommates. I get all of their instas and proceeded with my diabolical plan. Too easy, I thought. This girl comes back, we smoke, I get really high and I'm staring at this girl in my mind and I'm like, there's no way I can hook up with this girl. So I make up a lame excuse that's really, that it's really late and I have work in the morning. It was like 10 p.m. I leave and the girl texts me in the morning to tell me that I let her leave her tacos on the roof of her car. So I just ghosted her. That's, that's, that's the first part of the story. You have thoughts about the first part of the story. Wow. This guy, uh, <clears throat> this guy is a savage. He's scheming. <laughs> Knowing this guy, he is 100% a savage. He's he was giving, like that in high school. He's giving all guys a uh, bad look. Yeah. <laughs> he 100% is, but he knows it. He knows that he's cringy and savage. I'm he excited was, to hear the rest. He was just like this in high school. So <laughs> fast forward a few days. I DM'd one of her roommates, this really hot redhead. We start chatting. It was going good. I FaceTimed her to flirt more, and after that, she just ghosts me. Two days later, on a Sunday afternoon, I text her with no fucks given, something like, quote, you're really cute, and I know you don't have any plans tonight. I have a big dick, and we can make plans. Let me know. Wow. That's the most ballsy thing I've ever seen. I have big dick. (laughs) I have big dick. (laughs) That's what it says. She instantly replies and said, LOL, how do you know? I really want to see the stars tonight. So I followed up and promised her the stars. I pick her up. We head to Walmart, grab all of the essentials, booze, which is white claws and tequila, snacks, and an air mattress. I drive us to this spot. I usually go hiking. It was so dark. I low-key forgot how far into the mountains this place was, and we got last for a minute. But I just kept driving, and then it finally shows up. The whole ride over, I was just hyping myself up to her about how good I am in bed and talking about our sexual experiences. We get out. There's no stars. It's a cloudy night. (laughs) So poorly planned. So I tell her that if we go into the mountains, we might see some. She goes with it, and we walk into the darkness with the essentials minus the mattress. We chill, drink, smoke, and start making out. We walk even deeper in the mountains and find a good spot to fuck. And we settle on this giant ditch. Who's fucking in the wilderness like this? Nobody's doing Nobody's that. Nobody's doing this. Except this guy. Except this guy. She starts giving me head. Well, it's cold as fuck. I'm drunk as fuck. And she's deep-throating my flaccid dick. <laughs> this guy is going in with the deets. So after five, ten minutes, I'm like, fuck this. I tell her this isn't working. And just to get against the wall. It's a power move. Jeez. I turn her around and just start fucking her with my pants at my ankles. I'm semi-hard, and I stop after a few pumps, and I realize and tell her something's wrong, so let me take a piss. 
So I waddle a few feet away and take a piss and walk back over. I pass out? What? Okay. Well, this guy was really drunk, apparently. I wake up 10 to 15 minutes later in fetal position, butt naked, on the ground. And I'm like, what happened? I look up and this girl is standing there fully clothed with her phone in her hand, mad as fuck. This girl didn't even have the decency to pull my pants up. I started getting up and she's like, don't get up. I'm fine. And jump in. I'm like, I'm fine. And jump up. I pass out again, but this time I hit my face on the side of the ditch and wake up a few seconds later. Jesus, this guy is just drunk as shit. I jump back up again, and this time she tells me I have blood all over my face. Holy shit. Uh, And that I pissed on her phone, (laughs) and she wants to go home. I try to convince her to go at it again, but she wasn't having it. So we walk 30 minutes back to my car, drive to the nearest McDonald's for napkins to clean my bloody face, and and grab a snack. I pull up to this McDonald's at four in the morning and the guy says good morning to me and I'm just not having it. I tell the guy, bro, (laughs) quote, bro, I'm still trying to end my night and make it home. Okay. I drive back. I drive her back downtown to her place across campus and finally make it home when the sun was coming up. That whole car ride was just trying to make it is was just me trying to make it up with her and laughing that how bad that it was and how bad that it was. But safe to say we never spoke after that. And I didn't have the courage to hit her roommates up after that. To this day, I have a scar on my face of the worst date ever. Wait, is this not the entire message? I think that was. Oh, no, it was. Okay, good. Wow. wow. Can, you scroll, can you scroll up? <laughs> no, all the way to the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Check that guy out. Wow. How about that? He didn't do the initiation thing. He didn't fuck the fat chick. You let your homies down. That was like that was like he like had the Chekhov's gun and then he never like used it. Let's see. Do you want to go? That was awesome to read, though. That, I, need, that I was, need to read another one. Of that those. was a great. That was a great. I read. loved all the details. Here's here's a question. Do you want to? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to answer a question? Sure. So you have they, to answer it too, though. Okay, I'll answer it too. Um, why are men so afraid to discuss their emotions, even in longer term relationships? And this person leaves a backstory saying, I had a guy who I was in a two-year relationship with, and he expressed to me far too late that he wouldn't bring things up until it was essentially too late and the last straw for him on that subject. Would never really brush the subject of something uh, bothering him until it was too late. He would be so distant and push me away. Why would you wait so long to tell something, someone something is bothering you and suppress emotions with someone you talk about marrying? So I guess this person's just wondering why guys don't bring things up to girls when it's bugging them. I think this goes for both sexes. I think girls do this too. I mean, I guess like he's just afraid of how you're going to react. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's initially what comes to mind. Sounds like maybe he doesn't think you're maybe emotionally uh, ready to have that kind of conversation. But I don't know. That's tough. If it happens for more than one thing, I think it's a little weird. If it's like something heavy and deep and something like that, he's really. Like maybe self conscious about, or maybe I don't know. Like that's tough. I feel like I feel like with da- when you're talking to someone you might consider marrying, I feel like every I feel like you kind of just have to have everything on the table. Like y'all have to be so you y'all have to communicate and be so tr- so much more transparent. Especially if you've been dating for two years and you you've discussed marriage. Like 
once you've discussed marriage, I feel like everything's on the table. I feel like you're kind of like, I don't know, you're trying to become one entity. So it's hard to like, that's not good to be like, like holding those emotions and not sharing everything and letting stuff build up. Because I mean, I've been in that situation where like a situation will build up and eventually you get into a fight or something about it. And then it just blows up. And you're just like, damn it, why didn't we go over this earlier and when it was, you know, more appropriate or where this wasn't like throwing. Yeah, no, I 100%. I don't, I don't know. That's I feel like that's just. I feel like you just communication. You got to talk about everything. I 100% agree. As much as you can possibly. I feel like that's the best way to get results. I mean, yeah, if you, if you keep suppressing uh, this insecurity or this problem that you have, it's just going to blow up in your face eventually and it's, it, it'll, it, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a, kind of a general question. So it's kind of hard to answer with a specific answer. I just feel like communication and being transparent. You also so should, important. You also shouldn't be with someone that you have to suppress your feelings and emotions to. I feel like if I was in a relationship with a girl that I was afraid to tell her that I thought something was wrong because I was afraid of a reaction, I feel like that's the first sign of a, a not – It doesn't sound healthy. No, it's not healthy. So um, – Sounds kind of one-sided. So yeah, hopefully uh, you got out of that relationship. I think she said she was in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that guy is better at communicating and – Maybe on your end, maybe just, you know, I know he was really reluctant to bring stuff up, but as long as you're consistent with, like, talking to him and asking him if he's okay, I know you shouldn't have to feel like you're his therapist, but at the same time, if you are in a relationship, it does go both ways. Um, you all should be able to talk about stuff like this and be comfortable with it with each other. Yeah, I Help agree. each other out and kind of just build that trust. And Yeah, I mean, sounds like... Sounds like the issue is more on his end, though. He he was afraid to talk to you, which dating someone for two years, I can't imagine being afraid to talk to them about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually open up after about six months, so I mean, yeah, I, would, I, would, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he's hopefully he's getting better at this with whoever he's seeing now, and hopefully you're not with a guy that's uh, reluctant to bring up the issues. Jordan, what's up? That was a lot of fun. That was fun. Did you have fun? Yeah. I can't wait to be back on. Woo! Everybody, that was episode four of What Are We? Jordan, if you want to plug yourself or plug anything that you've got going on, what's next for Jordan Burton in 2020? Uh, I'm <laughs> moving to a new apartment next week. <laughs> that is uh, literally what's next. Yeah, I mean, hopefully there's a football season. <laughs> I, that'll, that'll be a big indicator of how the rest of 2020 is going to go for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Instagram is Jordan Michael at Jordan Michael Burton. Uh, Twitter is Jordan M Burton. Give me a follow. Pretty active on both of those. Yeah, he's he's pretty active on Twitter. Give him a follow. He's got some good content out there. Yeah, let me some Twitter. He's he's got him some good tweets. You can follow this podcast as well at What Are We Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me again, Logan Lewis ninety six, and Lindsay at Linds in Low Places. That's spelled L I N D S I N. Low places, just like uh, friends in low places. Uh, the great, it's a cool name, great song. If you have submissions like what you just heard, you can submit them to what are we podcast twenty twenty at gmail dot com. Uh, if you enjoy also what you hear today, go and check out uh, the Binge Boys podcast hosted by myself and my other two buddies Pearson and Zach. Uh, also, uh, just more plug and plug and plug in. Um, Every other episode that we post on the Binge Boys podcast is called Binging Batch. It's a Bachelor slash love reality TV show podcast hosted by myself and my good friend and coworker Kaylee. 
Um, be on the lookout for some new pods that are coming out soon uh, with the launch of Binge Media. We're launching a couple shows later this year, so be on the lookout for everything. Hopefully Lindsay isn't uh, sick uh, hardcore right now. Hopefully uh, everybody has a good week as well. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.